This special NFL Draft edition of Hey Fightin' Podcast, Road to the Pros, is brought to you by Community Coffee, bringing people together over great-tasting coffee for over four generations. Discover your favorite blend at your local grocery store or visit us at communitycoffee.com. All right, good to sit down again with Jabril Cox. Long time no talk, Jabril. Good to sit down with you again. Um, different context this time. Last time we talked, you were finishing up your, your time here at LSU, and now you're, you're getting ready for the next stage. Let's go back a year when you decided to come here and show what you could do at this level, um, and then fast forward to now. Did you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish personally? But just, hey, I want to come here and show what I can do. Do you feel like you did that at LSU? I think I definitely did. Uh, I just wanted to come out and compete. Uh, against the best and uh, I think LSU coming here uh, I did that every day in practice and even on Saturday so uh, I felt great with my decision and I'd make it uh, 20 times over again if I could. When you were leaving North Dakota State and deciding all right the next step in my in my life do I want to go to the NFL do I want to transfer and then this year knowing all right I'm moving on and I'm moving to the next level. How different were those two experiences um, when you had to make the decision the first time versus I think technically you may have could have come back just because of COVID and everything, but but you came here and did what you needed to do. How different was leaving North Dakota State and then leaving LSU? Yeah, that's pretty different. Uh, North Dakota State, they, they're the ones that really gave me my chance and gave me a shot. So that's all I knew. That's the only cause that I knew uh, going through four years. So just leaving them, uh, I knew it was bittersweet, but they all supported me, and uh, I gave my all to the program. So when I was coming here, I already had in mind uh, just automatically that I'm just going to do my best this one semester, one season, and, and leave. So that was that was just my mindset going through the season. How weird is it that you came to LSU and you never got to deal with 102,000 people in Tiger Stadium? Is that like – does that bother you, or is it just something you just got to take and roll with? Yeah, it's something that I got to take and roll with, but it's something that I, that I wanted. I wanted the over 100,000 just screaming yeah. fans, but uh, the 25,000, it's more than we had at North Dakota State. So uh, <laughs> That's a good, good point. <laughs> That's looking on the bright side. What what was your experience like here on the field? You know, you, you, you come from um, the FCS level where you won two national championships? Three. Three national three – not geez, three national championships. Um, you come to a national championship program. The competition is a step up, certainly – um, and you you kind of found your way, and I think certainly by the end of the year, you you obviously showed what you were capable of. How different was the speed of the game, the physicality of the game? Because you're about to make that next step, right? The from FCS to to SEC is one step, from SEC to NFL is another step. How different was that that first step coming to the SEC and the the speed and strength of athletes? Right, the difference was the amount of athletes that I had around me. Um, at the FCS level, uh, you have certain few spots of athletes and other guys who, who just work hard, and sure. uh, that's how they get their spot. But playing in SEC, you have athletes everywhere, five, four-star guys. So uh, it was a bit different in that aspect, but I felt that my my strength level and my speed of the game was already up to par when I came here. So you're, you're going through the draft process now. Um, the last time you played in Tiger Stadium, take off your jersey, your, your college career is done. And then you start embarking on your professional career. What were, what were the areas that you targeted? What was the self-evaluation of, all right, here are my strengths, here are my weaknesses, here's how I make my strengths better, here's how I short my weaknesses. What, what was that process like? 
Yeah, it was a pretty strict process. Uh, I knew uh, after the season, uh, I just want to reflect on what I did well and what I did bad. And I seen, uh, I just want to, uh, I was just studying the greats, uh, seeing what they do, uh, especially during this training season. I wanted to get stronger. That's something uh, you can always get better at, mm-hmm. is gaining strength and uh, just getting healthy overall. I've had a couple nicks and nacks here and there. So just getting healthy and just getting stronger was one of my main focuses this past off uh, training season. I was reading an article the other day. I think it was from Pro Football Focus, and they were talking about um, how the – I'm going to get the terminology wrong. I'm not a football terminology guy. How the will linebacker is not a part of the game anymore. Maybe it was the Sam linebacker. One of those linebacker spots. The 4-3 is kind of gone away, given way to the 4-2-5, the nickel, whatever. Um, but it was more about the modern linebacker and what's required of the modern linebacker. And, again, I'm not a football expert, but I just look at you and I see your intelligence and your – there's a screen, by the way. We're, we're going to have a couple of those. We're just going to have to power through those. Um I see your intelligence, your speed, your strength, and I feel like it's the perfect fit for the modern linebacker. So is that your selling point to NFL GMs and to these scouts? Like, hey, this is what my my game fits this game. I can cover, as we saw against Florida and so many other teams. I can get in the box and tackle. Is that kind of what your argument is on why should we draft your Brocox? Well, here's why. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I think my versatility, that's something that I really – uh, like to weigh heavy on with my strengths. So uh, just being able to play at multiple levels of the defense is something uh, a team in the NFL needs, uh, somebody who can stay uh, in the game off all three downs or four downs when needed. So I think the versatility-wise, uh, that's just something that I like to take upon myself and just uh, just show to NFL teams. How many teams have you interviewed with so far? Have you been talking with a bunch of different teams? Yeah, a whole bunch of teams ever since uh, ever since this process started. Yes, sir. I've asked a few guys this question. The weirdest question you've been asked, because sometimes these these scouts like to throw in a random question. Have you gotten any unusual ones, or has it been pretty normal? It's been pretty normal, uh, but one that usually gets me is uh, what's what's the reason why you wouldn't make it to the NFL? That's that's one that's usually hard to uh, give an answer to. But my answer is always uh, that's God's plan. Uh, if I if I make it, the only thing that I can uh, focus on and uh, control is praying and uh, working hard. So if I don't make it, that's all on him. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an interesting way of phrasing that question. They're asking kind of the opposite of, of what you would expect. I'm going to try to steal that for some interviews here, um, see how that works out. What, what do you take away from your time at LSU? What are the memories that stand out, the games that stand out, the performances that stand out? Would you, you got two pick sixes? Uh, here, uh, Three picks overall, one pick six. One pick six. For, for some reason, I thought you had multiple pick sixes here. You almost, had, almost. Argument, you had, almost. Arkansas, that's right. You took it. Yeah. You took it close. Okay, and then you had the one here against Mississippi State. Mississippi State, yeah. Mississippi State that you housed, and then you got the third pick. Um, but what are the individual moments and team moments that'll stand out from your your short but productive time at LSU? Yeah, definitely a team moment going down in Florida in the swamp. By the way, you just didn't even blink when the scream came through. That was super yeah. professional. <laughs> NFL scouts take notice. He's unflappable. <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely going into the swamp. Uh, with the amount of guys we had out and just the amount of young players that we had. Uh, I think everybody counted us out, even some yeah. LSU fans counted us yeah. out. So uh, just going in there and upsetting them while they were sixth rank, that's something I always take. Uh, and, you, and you, not to mm-hmm. blow smoke here, but you balled that game. Like that was one of your best games. Would you right. put that as one of your better games? Oh, yes, sir. When they, when they always ask, I say definitely say Florida. That's one of the games that comes to mind. Yeah. But uh, I'll definitely remember uh, just the – 
amount of friendships that I gained from the, the teammates here because I was up in North Dakota, so that's a different vibe. And then coming down here, uh, a lot of these guys, uh, uh, friendships that I that I last a long time. Yeah. Did Pitts play in that game for Florida? I can't even remember. Oh, he did. No, he didn't. Uh, okay. No, they were resting though. That's, That's right. They, they were resting. they were resting him. Well, okay. I'm not gonna comment on that. I'm gonna get, <laughs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Um. All right. I'm a, I'm an NFL GM. I, I kind of asked you this, but I'm gonna ask you more specifically. Why should I take you? Why should I draft you? What are you gonna bring to my defense? I bring a good character guy who's always willing, trying to get better, uh, any way possible. That's either I want to be the best that I can. Um. I'll do the little things uh, right each day to each day trying to get 1% better. So uh, I'm one of those guys who, who just tries to take everything in and uh, just wants to be the best person I can. That's good. Have you, have you practiced that answer? I've, I've had that. Do y'all do interview prep? Like before you go talk with these teams, do you like you sit down with an agent and they're like, all right, these are the kind of questions you're going to get. Here's how you answer them. Yeah, I did earlier. Yeah, earlier. But uh this kind of just comes natural, whatever comes to mind. Sure. Is how different is it from like a like a conversation we're having or a media session where it's, you know, you did the Zoom media this year, so I guess it was a little bit different. Are, are most of the conversations on Zoom? Or are you doing any of these in person? Yeah, all these are on Zoom. Okay. For, yeah, when I went to the Senior Bowl, it was all okay. We had a glass between them. Sure. So how how different is it like from the Zooms you did with the LSU media this year, where they're like, "Hey, Jabril's so and so from the Advocate, just want to ask you about the defense, whatever," versus an NFL scout being like, "Hey." Why should I pay you money to play football, basically? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's, uh, you just want to sell yourself. Yeah. Sell yourself a lot more. Uh, just give all your good, uh, all the things that you're willing to do. But uh, when you talk to other media, you just want to kind of stay content and kind of mellow. But uh, when you're when you're going to get uh, interviewing with uh, these NFL GMs, you just want to sell yourself as best as you can. Yeah. Is there a guy, maybe it's a former teammate, maybe somebody you played with at North Dakota State or maybe one of these guys up here with their pictures up here, when you get to the next level and you line up across from them, or maybe it's somebody that you've been watching as a that's been in the NFL for a few years. Is there somebody that you look at like, man, I can't wait to play against that guy, go against that guy, test myself against that guy, or just be on the same field with that guy? It'll be a surreal experience. Is there any names like that that come to mind that when you do put on that jersey for whoever picks you that, okay, playing against this guy is going to be cool? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially Hall of Fame guys that are playing right now, such as uh, Brady. Yeah. Uh, you could you could say Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Especially being a linebacker, uh, having to guard them, mm -hmm. uh, getting a PBU or something <laughs> off of them. That's that'd be great. Just uh, just going against those guys because when I was younger. Uh, I watched those guys. So I was in middle school, elementary school, especially Brady. I'm about to say, Brady, you yeah, were probably Brady, in nursery was, school yeah. or something. <laughs> so just watching those guys and then being able to have the opportunity to play on the same field as them and just try to uh, get something off of them, that would be special. All right, so this won't air. I don't know exactly when this will air, but it, it won't be until after tomorrow. Um, I don't think physically you're doing anything tomorrow. Right, no. Um, but your your numbers, Let's let's just throw them up on a wall. If Jabril Cox was doing everything tomorrow, what, what numbers are we hitting tomorrow? Uh, 40, low 4-5. Uh, I think I'd get a high 4-4, four, four, hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, bench, 18 to 20 reps. Okay. Uh, vertical, 35. Okay. Uh, broad, 10-3. Uh, short shuttle, 4-1. Uh, Since you can't do it tomorrow, is there another opportunity for you to do it? Is there – one that you have in the bank that you can show them and say, hey, I, I ran a low 
or a high four four. I hit a four four with a forty. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're trying to aim for April seventeenth. Okay. Uh, as another uh, second pro day for me. Okay. Uh, that's what I've been uh, rehabbing and getting ready for. Okay. And wh- where have you been training? Who have you been training with? Uh, down in Miami at Bomarito. Okay. Uh, Performance Systems. Okay. Any any other guys you've been training with? Guys that are coming out this year or, or current players? Oh yeah, uh, we have uh, Michael Carter, Caleb Farley. Uh, a whole bunch of other guys from other teams, uh, but no LSU players. Well, so a lot of um, a lot of guys as they get ready, they go through that process um, of just getting physically ready. What what has that been like to just? I've been a student for three, four years. I'm done with the books. I'm done, now. I can focus on exclusively this. How how beneficial has it been for you to be able to just say, "All right, I'm a full time professional football player now, and I can focus on what I need to focus on." It's very beneficial, uh, especially not having to worry, worry about homework being yeah. due at 11:59. <laughs> but uh, it's just different because now you're really in the real world, and you have other real world problems. Not that you didn't have it when you were in college, but it's like different. It's yeah, just a different feel, a different vibe. So uh, you just focus on football, and this is actually your job. So that's crazy, and you get to pay, get paid for it. Yeah, I mean, everyone's looking forward to getting out of college, and then you get out of college, you're like, oh, I kind of miss like not having all these responsibilities. Is it was nice? Right, it was nice before. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, what what is tomorrow going to look like for you? You're, gonna, you, you're here. Um, you're going to get to, I'm sure, talk to a lot of different people. You're back at LSU for one last stop. What are you, what are you looking forward to about tomorrow? Yeah, just uh, cheering on my teammates, uh, just giving them uh, the best support that I can. Uh, my doctors, they advised me not to come down, but I wanted to and just support them. So yeah. that's one thing. And uh, just get around the scouts, let them see me in person. Who, who listens to doctors anyway? We don't need to listen to doctors. They don't know what they're talking about. Look, this is what we're going to do. You'll be sitting around doing nothing tomorrow all day. I'll be sitting around doing nothing all day. We'll just hang out. We'll do another podcast. You can provide live commentary. Maybe maybe once your playing career is done, any interest in going into media, we can get some reps in tomorrow, and you can have your tape ready for them. Right. Exactly. Hey, that sounds good. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. Plenty of TV guys coming out of LSU, so no reason you can't be the next one. Jabril, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, good to sit down with Tyler Shelvin. Tyler, welcome to Hey Fighting Podcast. Welcome to LSU LSU Pro Day. Uh, big day for you. I'll start where I started with Kerry, too, because you had a similar experience. Um, you, you had a decision to make last year before the season started to decide if you wanted to play. And Kerry brought up a very interesting a very interesting point that I didn't even consider, but at that point you didn't even know if there was going to be a season. It was It was all kind of up in the air, so – Take me back to that moment and, and more more the process, right? Because I think us as fans or media, whoever, we all see the results. We all see Tyler Shelvin opted out, didn't play. But I don't think anyone understands the process, really, unless you've been through it. So take us through there. What's the process like when you're trying to make a decision of that magnitude? Um, it was a very hard decision, honestly, uh, coming off a national championship and um, going straight into COVID protocols. So, I mean, through that process, we was on our own sometimes. So, it was a lot of thinking going on in all of our heads, honestly. So, I mean, I took it upon myself to opt out to better myself, to get, uh, I mean, prepared for the next level and just become a, a, a pro athlete. So, I mean, I opted out. Um, I stayed in Baton Rouge, focused on myself, uh, tried to get my head right. But the reason I opted out was, I mean, COVID really, it really messed up everything. It was a big question mark. So, the decision I made was a self-decision, 100% mine. Um, my mom and dad backed me up on it. So, I mean, I opted out, immediately started training, uh, went with Ryan Clark, stayed there. And then October came around, I moved to Dallas. So, 
it's an interesting process because a lot of guys they finish their their college careers, they jump straight into draft prep, and they've got like three four months of just grind 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 to get ready. COVID did mess everything up. I, I think we all agree with that. It did present some. I don't even know if you would call them opportunities, but it, there's there's always a positive side to a negative. And it gave you a little more time, right, to get into that process to figure out what you needed to work on. So what was that process like? Was it, I'm going to take a, a little time off, get my body right, and then dive into it? Was I'm going to dive into it head full speed ahead and start working on stuff? Like, how, how did you transition from the day that you put you packed up your locker and your, your, you moved on from LSU, your LSU career, um, to now I'm preparing for the draft? What was that process like? Um, it was a slight process for me. Um, at the beginning, I sat down, made my plans, looked at my pros and cons, and looked what I really needed to work on. So, I mean, I immediately started working on my cons, and I started getting my body right, my condition right, my health right, any nicks or bruises, and uh, I just went along with that. And then as the months start going and winding down, I really looked at my pros, okay, what I need to better at. Hmm. Okay, I'm good at this. I'm going to just keep continuing doing what I'm doing and get better at it. Self-evaluation is obviously a huge part of what y'all are doing at this time. Who are the people helping you with that? Because obviously you are going to take a hard look at yourself, but you're going to rely on mentors or agents or whoever's invested in your success to help you with that. So who are the people that helped you, and what was just kind of their feedback as you worked on yourself? Uh, yeah, it really started with myself, yeah. honestly, uh, knowing what I needed to do. But it started with my agent and Brent Calloway at Exos in Frisco, Texas. Um, we all sat down. We all had a game plan. And I adapted to it and I executed. So that that work has been done. And you're – I mean, you're, you're still working, but you've gotten to where you want to be for pro day for tomorrow. What was the biggest thing you worked on? Was it getting in the best shape you could be? Was it getting as strong as you could be? What were the, the, the primary focuses – and then kind of take me, give me some numbers. Where'd you start at? Where'd you end up? And, and where do you, how do you feel about just your, your physical? Cause your physical condition, cause tomorrow that's what it's all about, right? It's the right. physical performance. Show us what right. you can do physically. So talk about the growth you've made there. Um, I mean, the growth that I pushed myself through over the time that I opted out is working on my work ethic and also my condition and weight. I mean, before I, uh, I left LSU, I was at least like 365. Hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the way that I'm at now because it's a big surprise. Nobody expected me oh, wow. to do it. So, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of, like I said, self-evaluation, what I needed to work on and better myself at, and not just for other people. How many people know what your weight is right now? Know the surprise? Handful. Okay, because what I was going to do is I was going to say this doesn't air until after <laughs> tomorrow, so you could tell us now. But if only a handful know, that's privileged information. I'll lean on it there. But what did you do? What was the process to get in the best shape of your life? Was it running a bunch? Was it eating better? Was it hitting the weight room? Like how do you, how did you make that physical transformation? Um, it's just being smart, uh, doing nutrition, um, also extra cardio, things like that, the small things, but also getting the work that Brent Calloway put me through. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, just watching what I do and how I do it, that goes back to my work ethic, how hard am I pushing myself and I'm finishing through the line or I'm giving up before the line. So I learned how to finish through the line and even give more. So it's more complicated than no rice in your gumbo, which is the famous Coach O saying. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Um, all right. Let's, 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 let's play a game here. I'm an NFL GM, okay? I'm interviewing you and I'm saying, Tyler, look, I need, a, I need to anchor on my defensive line for the next 10 years. We're looking at this guy. We're looking at that guy. I'm talking to you now. Why should I take you? What are you going to bring to my franchise that's going to make us a championship franchise? 
First off, I'll bring you what you want. I mean, if you want nothing to run up the middle, I, I could easily do that. Um, also work on my pass game. Uh, at the IPOL season, I mean, me and uh, Brandon Tucker at EXOs, we uh, worked on my pass rush, learned how to get off, how to execute, uh, learn how to be a, a burst guy. So, I mean, I worked on my pass rush. Uh, run game, that's easy. That's all over film. And I can execute what you want done. All right, I'm going to play another game with you. We play with all these guys. So you can look up there. You can see all the faces of all the guys going through Pro Day tomorrow. Once you start on the left with Tori, work your way down to Zach. You can skip over yourself. Or you can talk about yourself if you want to. But you're going to, you're going to build the model prospect for me, okay? The best NFL prospect imaginable, round one, pick one, with one characteristic from each of those guys. So start with Tori, work your way down. Build me that guy by picking a, a characteristic from each guy. All right, uh, Tory, hard hit. Um, <laughs> Straight to the point. Jamar, oh man, he's he's a big question mark because um, he got all kind of moves. That's what, that's what everyone says. <laughs> Everyone's like, how do you pick one from Jamar? Uh, Jabril, quiet, smart. Uh, Terrence, goofy. Uh, Ray, what did I say about Ray? Ray, quiet, but he funny. Yeah. Uh, skip me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoby, he's a hard head, but he's real smart. Yep. Care, he talked too much. <laughs> and Vine, Vine, uh, yeah, he he's everything. <laughs> everything. I love it. Smart. You you were the uh, the most honest of everybody. Everybody else was talking nice about everybody. You're just cutting straight to the point. I like oh, yeah. that. Hey, okay. what do you? We'll wrap up here. What do you take away from this place? You you spent a couple of years here. You walk away with a national champion. You set yourself up for the next step in your career. When you look back on your time at LSU and what LSU's meant to you and the memories that stand out and how you developed as a player and a person, what are you going to take away from this experience? It's family-orientated. I mean, everybody get along with everybody. I mean, everybody close. And, I mean, when we step on the field from offense to defense, special team, it's one big family, and we go out there and fight for each other. It's like a big war, and we're going to war with each other. So, I mean, we're at LSU – there's one thing you learn is how to be a unit. Absolutely. One team, one heartbeat. Tyler, appreciate your time, man. Thank you. We fight the whole the glory of the purple and gold. Come on, you tigers. I said fight, fight, fight. Victory for victory. Victory.